0: Welcome back to another episode of Responsibly Irresponsible. Today, we have a guest, Leah, a.k.a. my wife, <laughs> and then we have Cliff, as usual.
1: Whoa, wow. <laughs>
0: wow. But today, we have a special, or not
1: we, but Cliff has a special announcement, why don't you... See, I don't know, like Won't see you, uh, this announcement thing because, like, look, I'm not like you guys, bro. I don't <laughs> like titles. Okay, I don't do like human things like that. All right, we, we. How do you want me to say it? Like, it's not even a thing that you announce. You just do it, and then people scold yeah. you later on.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: All right, so well, I guess I mean, I mean I mean I'm not consuming animal products currently. You can yeah. put whatever title on that you'd like, but we'll so talk about y- that soon. <laughs> so you're basically just got you're going plant based. Yes, because I'm definitely wearing leather. Sorry, guys.
2: No. I mean, oof, maybe we should just get into it now then about like the differences between like veganism versus plant-based versus vegetarian, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah, Go no, we it. should
1: definitely do that cuz most people I'm probably most people we just we just put them all together.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's a common thing is like I <clears throat> people confuse veganism and vegetarianism I feel like the most. Um, feel like people don't understand the difference. And then when you throw plant-based in there, they're like, okay, what the heck is that? Um, <laughs> is that something different? Is that the same? Um, so I guess I'll start with, um, I guess I'll just start with veganism. So veganism is basically the practice, we'll call it the practice of not consuming any animal products, animal deri- anything that is animal-derived Um, so, you know, obviously your foods, like your chickens, your meats, your cheeses, your eggs, that type of stuff. Um, and then like your animal derived foods, like, uh, gelatin, lard, um, there's certain like coloring agents. Um, I forget the one that I'm thinking of that it's called There's a red coloring agent that they put in a lot of candies these days that is actually made from crushed up beetle shells, And then, um,
1: that sounds absolutely gross, actually.
2: Yeah. (laughs) If Honestly, when you get into like talking about how a lot of our food is made in terms of like the animal, I mean, food in general, can be kind of like, why is it made like that? But, um, when you talk about like how animal foods are made and how certain animal derived things are put in there into foods and you're just like, why is that in there? That's disgusting. Um,
1: is there just no other way to make red?
2: I feel like like we've
1: advanced far enough.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, um, that's where profitability comes in. And it's just more profitable for them to do that because it's just what they've done for a certain period of time. And it's just more affordable. So it's just, it, it comes with like, that's the status quo. That's just like what companies have done. And also it's like, they would have to put the time and money and energy into figuring out a vegan alternative to that so it's like they just you know it's all about the money so yeah
0: and i think another interesting thing is like besides people when people think vegan they automatically think okay they don't eat any like cows like pigs like all Mm -hmm. the the things that kind of interface but you had mentioned earlier about honey Mm -hmm. and i think that's a really
1: interesting oh yeah like since you talked about honey this, this this afternoon
0: yeah, so I think that's a really interesting topic. And like, I know Leah has done lots of research in that. So I mean, why don't you, why don't you go, uh, like talk about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, because when I first went vegan, I, I mean, like Corin said, like you obviously have the stuff that's like very clearly not vegan, which is like your chickens and your meats and stuff like that. Um, but then when it comes to more, like. I don't know the word, but just like less specific things like honey. And then like, um, you know, like I said, like the coloring agent, um, it starts with a C. I can't remember what it's called. But um, so with honey, um, I remember being like, oh my gosh, I love honey. I drink tea all the time. I put honey in like oatmeal and ice cream and stuff like that. I was like, what the heck is wrong with honey? It's natural. Um, But then when I looked into it, um, essentially... With current beekeeping practices today, at least ones that are done on a large scale, I can't speak for, like, family-owned operations, um, but ones that are done on, like, large scales, they typically use very harmful, um, like, uh, I wish I knew, like, all the technical terms for this type of stuff off the top of my head, but basically, like, the gas they use to um, put the bees in a like less aggressive state for them to be like, you know, messing with them and stuff and not get stung, um, can be very detrimental for the beehive's health and ind- individual bee health like overall. And then on top of that, when they take the honey out from the hive to be produced for human consumption, you know, a lot of people don't consider that the honey is a food source for the hive throughout the winter, throughout the year. Like they eat that, they eat what they make. So we're taking that from them. But on top of that, we, you know, they have to eat something. So common bee practice today is they replace it with a type of corn syrup. And that has been, uh, studies have shown that, you know, obviously that affects um, bee health negatively, because basically you're just Um, replacing their natural food source with a processed sugar that they're eating. Um, And that affects their ability to function like a normal hive. And then um, the most cruel, cruel aspect of it, I think, which is um, I literally cried when I heard this because I'm just like an animal obsessed person, (laughs) but um, the queen bee, um, basically the queen or the hive will follow the queen wherever she goes. Um, so to keep the hive stationary where they want, so that they continue to they can continue to profit off of their honey production, um, they will actually remove the queen from the from the hive and clip or completely remove her wings, so that mm-hmm. she can never fly away ever again. So that basically they make her a prisoner. Which like it sounds so dramatic. It's like oh, it's like who cares about bees, you know? But it's like, you know, bees are vital. <laughs> it's like people don't realize this. Bees are so vital to our ability to function as humans on this planet. Our our, a, our ability to survive here is like solely dependent upon bees because other pollinating insects and um, you know stuff like birds and butterflies and stuff like they. Uh, i wish I knew the percentage I could look it up but like the level at which they pop um, help pollinate stuff is like nowhere near what bees do for our planet especially for like um like uh, crops that we consume so it's like if bees die off essentially we will die off because the foods that we are live off of won't be able to to be produced at the rate that they're produced now. So it's like, you know, I think that, you know, morally speaking, at least in the way that honey is produced on a grand scale, I just think it's wrong. I think it's so that, you know, for people who are like, Oh, but you know, shouldn't be, you know, honey be vegan, blah, blah, blah. That is the essential answer for why (laughs) vegans should not consume honey. So. So you know. okay,
1: so so your husband's <laughs> and, your husband's response to me was that I should look for local bee farms or something like that. To, yeah, if, if I'm going I mean, to consume honey. If if you if you choose to consume honey
0: on like like to put it in your recipes or like whatever you choose to do with it, I think that you know, going to a local um to a local source would be the best option if you choose to you know consume money
2: I mean I think that is I don't know I you know if you want to get really technical and you know that kind of plays into like what the real definition of veganism is because there are some vegans out there who get very like up in arms and in your face because like Truly, like if you want to nitpick it, if you eat anything that is animal derived, you can't necessarily call yourself a vegan, but like, you know, to each their own. So and it's like who can police like the term vegan, like who's allowed to call themselves that or not. You know, I feel like it's like if you want to call yourself that, it's fine because it's like it's not really like a regulated term, you know. Um,
1: I mean, I feel like it is. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what, like, you feel like it's regulated?
1: Well, no. So, so here, okay, we'll come back to that. Cause I want you to go ahead and explain the vegetarian and plant-based mm-hmm. okay. and then we'll come back to So
2: obviously like we have the, the veganism side, which I said, is like no animal derived foods, but then also your, you know, your leathers, your wool, your, um, what's other stuff made from like your silk, your, you know, stuff like that, um, was obviously comes from an animal. Um, so the difference between veganism and vegetarianism is, um, veganism or sorry, vegetarianism, people who are vegetarian or claim to be vegetarian typically will still consume, um, typically it's dairy and eggs or a like interchanging of the two. Some people will only eat eggs some people will only eat cheese and not milk. Like, so I feel like that, ve- uh, veganism is, or I keep changing the words, vegetarianism, sorry, vegetarianism is a more like vague, broad term. Cause it like could mean several different things. Okay. Whereas when someone says that they're vegan, if they're truly vegan, they like, that has a very clear definition of, you know, I don't eat any animal derived foods. I don't. Um, buy or purchase any animal derived products I like there's a very clear stance of you know I am I do not con- I do not support any form of animal consumption okay. where veganism or vegetarianism gosh I wish the words weren't so similar vegetarianism is a little more like you know I know some vegetarians that still buy leather I know some vegetarians that only eat eggs I know some who only drink milk that type of thing.
1: So Gotcha. Okay.
2: Yeah. And it can be very base, com- confusing because the words are so similar and therefore people feel like they're interchangeable. But they are very two very different, distinct things. hmm So.
1: <laughs> and for the the last one in the trio for plant-based, what's
2: plant-based? So plant-based is essentially people who and this is gonna sound uh like <laughs> this is going to sound salty, but I don't mean it to sound salty. Um, this is uh plant-based is basically a term that I feel like came up, or at least I, that I have only heard of in the last couple of years. Uh, it, and it's basically a term for people who like want to be vegan in diet, but in ve- but only in diet, like they only eat vegan, but like they still buy leather. They still like, you know, support animal, um, like, uh, businesses or businesses that benefit from animal products in other ways. You know what I mean? Like,
1: gotcha. Okay.
2: Yeah. So it's like they eat a vegan diet, but in like ethically, like they don't have a problem consuming animal products in other ways. So,
1: okay. All
2: right. It's basically what that is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, all right, so back to what we saw about earlier with the with the vegan thing. I don't know. Maybe you might agree with this. I feel as if the the plant based term now that I understand mm-hmm. what it means in the in full. Uh, I feel like people were starting to use the plant based terminology instead of the vegan thing because like vegan just has so much backlash to it because there's some yeah. vegans who are just mad obnoxious and like bro like I just don't care that much. So yeah, like, because yeah.
0: there's there's people that, that have ruined that, that have ruined it for other people because you know you you. I don't know, I don't care who you are. you hear vegan and you automatically think of that you know that lady screaming in a mall or like some Karen, you know what I mean, so <laughs> yeah. it's right. like it's
1: like mad obnoxious, it's like it yeah. just
0: it ruins it, but it's like you'd be surprised how many actual vegans there are that are vegan, but they're not like going out of their way to scold people because they choose a different lifestyle, yeah, yeah. okay, and it's
2: like you know, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No,
1: you're fine. Go ahead.
2: I mean, like, there's definitely people who are like, like you said, they ruin it for everybody where they're very, um, how you say passionate, um, about their stance on, I mean, essentially they, <laughs> you know, they're there's right. A, there's they're, a there's thin there's, line
1: between <laughs> annoying and passionate is a very
2: thin yeah. line. Yeah. I mean, it's like, they are right in like what, the words that are coming out of their mouth but it's just like you know their delivery their delivery it's like you have to you know i mean like think I of it know.
0: think of a uh, like walking phoenix he's a very avid vegan and he even participates in a lot of the rallies yeah
2: like but
0: activism. his his speech at the was it the grammys
2: no, it was uh, the Gold. Well, not the Gold. Actors, the actors Golden
1: Globes? do not get Grammys,
2: man. Yeah, Come I was on. like, bruh. Come on, dude. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I think it was the Golden Globes.
0: The Golden Globes? Okay. Yeah. Well, his speech at the Golden Globes was very, like, very well said and, like, very, I don't know, it's just, it was very touching the way he expressed his feelings on the matter. Like, you mm-hmm. can tell he was very serious, but it was in a way that was, like, you know, he was he was just stating fact and like he was just giving people the facts and it wasn't like okay like yeah you guys are terrible people it's it was more like this you have to you have to understand this is what you're doing like this is the result of what you're doing whether you know it or like you're ignorant to it
2: yeah i feel like there's the vegans who live by example and then there's the vegans who want to like who, you know, they cross that line of being passionate about something into being like. Um, forceful? Yeah, into being like forceful, into being like. It's like no matter how justified you feel in something or how right you even may be about something, people don't like to have something shoved down their throats. People don't like to be told what to do. So it's like, it's. In my personal opinion, I mean, there are studies that show that that kind of activism does work. But at the same time, in my opinion, I don't like making people feel like that. You know what I mean? So I just like I prefer the more of like Joaquin's style of activism where it's like you just live by example. And it's like people look at that and they're like, oh, maybe there is a different way of doing things and not feel like they're being forced or like guilted into doing something so yeah
1: exactly like that the idea behind like guilting someone into changing is never going to work yeah
2: and that goes for anything not just exactly exactly
1: and that's the thing like i i've as i was you know going through trials and trying to figure out you know changing my diet how that would be thankfully i didn't meet too many people who were that pat well they were passionate about of course their, their choices of what they consume but never like in a like a forceful way where like their lifestyle was is so much better and grandiose because I decided it was to never, not consume was, animals. Yeah, it was like never in a negative way. Cause it's like at the end of the day, it's like where if you are like bashing someone for what they decide to eat, like that's how they were raised and taught to eat. So like that's part of their lifestyle. And a lot of people who are vegan grew up eating animals too. So it's like I don't understand yeah. like why there's like so much like animosity. When, like, trying to teach the message.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because it's, like, it kind of goes along with one of those things. I was actually thinking about this recently um, where it's, like, um, people don't know something until they know it. You know what I mean? So exactly. it's, like, you aren't necessarily aware of something that you're doing that could be potentially harmful to your health or, you know, not even necessarily that, but a, a diet that could be better for your health. Then you know it's like you're not gonna be aware of that until you look into it yourself or you learn about it for yourself. And I feel like veganism is one of those things where it's like it's like you can be the type of person to live like by example and you know just be the kind vegan and like when people ask you questions, just like answer them with like you know happily and be nice and that type of thing and don't guilt people into it, but also like. I just lost my train of thought, but also like, um, what was I saying? I was saying about, um, <laughs> sorry, I hate when that happens. happened. <laughs> like, um, but uh, not
0: forcing, not forcing people into thinking
1: a certain way.
2: Uh, yeah. That people have to learn for themselves. It's one of those things people have to learn for themselves. You know,
1: it's like, it's the thing too. I mean, okay, how long now have we known that cigarettes cause lung cancer? It's like humans are going to do what they want to do. And I'm not going to judge you either way, but it's like we all know what the results of our actions are, whether we are aware of it or not, but most of us are aware of it. And and if that's how we, I mean, look, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I respect that. We're (laughs) 100%. I respect that. But just know like there's other options.
2: Yeah. It's like, like how you said with like the tobacco industry, it's like, you can make someone aware of something that they're doing that is, could be negatively affecting their health and the environment and, you know, anything else. But, um, it's just one of those things where it's like, they just have to figure that out for themselves. It's like, if they're not going to listen to you, you know, then they just have to figure it out for themselves.
1: Okay. So now that I now understand all, well I've kind of understood all of them for the most part. Um, (laughs) i'm just you know i'm not you know illiterate you can pick up a book but um so far as figuring out which one you like you you slot into right so most people from my understanding before you just explain it to me vegetarians i just figured that they are people who don't eat meat but like you said consume milk eggs whatever some of them cheese whatever the case may be um someone that's plant-based basically like myself um mm-hmm. listen I have a sneaker problem okay and most yeah. sneakers just happen to be made of leather and like yeah. I can't like control that so yeah. <laughs> it's just or do you know of any of any options far as someone who is let's say wanting to go full vegan and and take away like you know leather and other goods that are made from animals um I don't even know like vegan sneaker companies like, I don't even know dude yeah
2: I mean well you know to be fair I feel like I, there are times that I still consume leather, but I buy it secondhand. And it's like, so I don't buy it directly from the companies that are mass producing it. So I'm not directly supporting that type of industry. You know what I'm saying? So it's like every, you know, you can have this conversation with so many different vegans and you'll get so many different opinions on it. Um, But it's like, there are vegans who, you know don't participate in the direct you know consumption of something but like if i go to like a goodwill or something and find a pair of shoes that i like and they happen to be made of leather i will buy them because to me i'm not directly supporting the industry that i don't want to support so like that for me that's how i justify that and but there are some vegans who just don't want to own leather at all whatsoever and that's totally fine that's their prerogative so it's mm-hmm. like, there is a little bit of wiggle room there in my opinion, in my opinion, but that's where each person's individual conscience comes into play. Gotcha. Um, so I admire
1: your effort. I really do.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I still own a pair of leather, uh, shoes that I bought prior to being vegan. Like anything that I own, um, that is animal derived prior to being vegan, other than the food, I had to get rid of all the food cause I physically can't consume it. But, um, <laughs> for my uh, gut health, but like, I still have like a silk shirt. I still own leather shoes, um, you know, that type of stuff. So um, I think, but I think there are, I think there are options out there, but it has to be one of those things where it's like, it's not heavily marketed um, or as marketed as like, you know, as leather goods are marketed to us, you know, because they're more mass produced. So it's like, they are, those options are out there, but it's like, you have to go actively look for them. Um, It's not something that's going to be like in your face, like the animal products will be. So, but then on top of that, I feel like there are companies and brands that are vegan unintentionally. Like they don't have animal um, like products in their goods. And that just happens to be a coincidence. They don't, advertised as being vegan but then you look into it and you're like oh this doesn't have any leather in it I thought it would have so it's like you know there are those like happy coincidences every now and then so
1: gotcha yeah and like I mean so you guys have been consistent how long have you guys been vegan now what has it been a couple months year
2: I've been what (laughs) I've been for a little over a year now okay so I, I went vegan last summer
0: She's she's been probably like a year and a half and I've probably been Well
2: like a year and like a handful of months, but yeah. Okay, enough.
0: yeah. <laughs> um and I've been steady for probably a year.
2: In October he'll be a year. Yeah, in
1: October he will be a year. You guys are so married. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, I lived so- <laughs> I lived for <correct> my husband. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: All right, so what are so as you've you know, you guys are into this now and as I'm joining you on this journey. Um, what in your experience has been some of the biggest misconceptions?
2: Oof, babe, you want to oh, take man. that one at first? Yeah, I know, I know. It's um, a
1: lot. I know, It's a loaded question. It's a lot. The big
0: the big misconceptions about the e like, I don't know, just everything there's eating. so many things you can say. Everything.
1: There's everything.
2: Yeah, there's so many, honestly. <laughs> there's so I many. I mean,
0: the biggest one that I even I thought before going vegan was that um you couldn't build muscle or...
2: Or like get enough being,
0: protein. Yeah, or get enough protein being vegan. Oh, that's a big one. And um, it's pretty much the opposite. And But I will say that um, eating vegan, you do need to know more about what you're eating.
2: Yeah, you have to be more aware of what you're putting in your body to yeah. make sure that you are getting your like essential... Like, make sure you are getting enough protein. You are getting enough carbs. You are getting you have to fats. plan.
0: You have to plan yeah. out your meals more, I feel. Yeah, definitely. You can't just, like, I mean, the the easiest thing in the world is going to a fast food place and just ordering a meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with, v, with being vegan, it's like, you know, you have to know, okay, this is, like, my starch. This is my protein. Um, and then, like, this is, like, I'm going to get certain... Uh, vitamins and minerals from from these things that would be good for me and like yeah. you have to like you you have to like mix it all like it has you have to have a full as being a vegan you have to make sure you're having a full
2: balanced meal diet. yes <laughs> yeah, exactly definitely. you have to be where more aware of the of the balance i think and i think what's funny um what you said babe about like going to fast food and like getting a meal made me think of um it's funny when non-vegans ask me like their are one of their first questions is that's a big one is like where do you get your protein how do you build muscle and it's like what's funny to me about that is that like never even before I was vegan I didn't know how much protein was in chicken I didn't know that's how much protein was in steak I didn't Friend. know, how, I didn't much know how much I didn't know, I didn't know, know how much protein, how much protein was, was in rice yeah so it's like <laughs> It's like, when people ask me that, I'm like, I want to turn around and be like, how much protein are you eating? Do you even know? I'm like, yeah. why? it's like, why is that your first question? You want to ask me how much protein I'm getting? I know how much protein I'm getting. Do you know how much protein you're getting? Like, <laughs> it's like, you don't freaking know. <laughs> so it's like, I just think it's such a funny, like, uh, question because I feel like people have their blinders on when they ask that. It's like, Oh, where do you get your protein from? And I'm like, dude, where do you get your protein from? <laughs> like... You don't know how much protein is in that bucket of chicken you're eating? Shut, ya, shut up. <laughs> like,
1: like protein, like protein, calories. Like it's all this is man-made concepts as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Like it's just it's, – but it's what we've been taught. Yeah. The same yeah. reason why we think milk makes your bones stronger, which is like which so is, stupid.
2: Can, which is false, can I just say? Propaganda. It, it actually does the opposite of that. In uh, populations where there's high consumption of dairy, there's higher um, – Amounts of people with like bone disease, so like that is completely false. Like um, oh, and
0: then oh, another one. But I'm sorry to cut you off. The one no, that just ahead. popped in my head about tofu and soy.
2: Oh, that's a big oh my one. goodness! I There's actually wrote the, a note about this because I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> yeah the the
0: whole the whole testosterone. Like oh, if you eat soy, you know you're gonna get bun- bunches of estrogen. You're, you're a soy be- boy you're gonna become a woman it's like soy boy it's like (laughs) actually actually by me eating soy i'm getting more testosterone Mm -hmm. than you are eating you know me and i mean uh, you you said you did research what what kind of stuff
2: yeah so the estrogen that's found in soy because that's another misconception since we're like talking about the misconceptions it's like for a guy to go vegan Like the big macho guys are like, oh, you're going to turn into a woman because you're having estrogen from soy. But actually the soy that's found, or the estrogen that's found in soy, sorry, is called phytoestrogen. And it mimics real estrogen, but it's totally different from actual estrogen that our body naturally makes. And the estrogens found in dairy and in eggs. So uh, phytoestrogen can actually attach to the estrogen receptors in our body and displace the estrogen in other foods which is great because it actually helps regulate how much estrogen we actually take in. So, you know, Mm. to all the haters out there saying like, if you eat soy, you're going to get too much estrogen and like not enough testosterone, the opposite is actually true. So like by eating phytoestrogen and soy, it will block those receptors in your body that estrogen from dairy attaches to and raises the estrogen levels in your body. So, yeah. I
0: will, I have to say too is the most, um, I think the most amazing thing about being vegan and knowing what you eat is the fact that being vegan makes your body run how it's supposed to. So, in that fact, like how you're talking about the phytoestrogen, Mm -hmm. um, women obviously produce more estrogen and males are supposed to produce more testosterone. So, that, in that way when you're eating these the the right, you know, the right diet as far as like your vegetables and, you know, if you're getting that soy protein, it's your bot your body is is better to regulate what you're getting and what you need. So yeah. women are getting their estrogen and men are getting the testosterone they need. So it's just like it that's a beautiful thing I think of being yeah vegan is that you're giving your body what it needs to run the way it's supposed to and the fact that a lot a lot of people out there don't know how their body runs correctly they think mm-hmm. they do but they don't until because they they refuse to you know try or ju- <laughs> the or right just way.
2: like or just you know like just like anything it's like those are things that you have to learn like i said like no one knows. How much protein is in chicken, just off the top of their head? It's like people don't aren't naturally aware of these things unless they actively try to learn about it. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I think it's it's
0: like, it's, a, it's just the thing. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, and people. <laughs>
1: People love to be ignorant. Oh, there's just there's so many things that's always just said, and like we just take it for what it is, and we just like just go with it. Yeah, just like I, and I it's when, what when people and say, it's also
2: marketing on top of that. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Is the marketing of this stuff and like the what the is portrayed in the media? Like these yeah. companies, these meat companies, and like these dairy companies control way more than we think they control. Oh and my god.
2: All the it's, way down to, like, bills being passed in Congress. Yeah. Like That's a whole, no like, idea. rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole, like... The if propaganda
1: you get in, is heavy in this yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to get into,
2: like, the conspiracy theory aspect of it. But, like, I mean, it's not even conspiracy theory. No, it's, it's not theory. a conspiracy theory. It's, like, theory. actual, like, fact that it's proven that, like, there's businesses, like, big meat companies who are involved in who, like, um, for instance, pay... Or give like uh, large donations to certain like uh, members of Congress and stuff like that. So those people are then incentivized to pass the laws that these big meat companies want them to pass. So it's like, you know, that's not that's not even like conspiracy. That actually is stuff that happens. So it's like, so
0: so basically, it's like you know everyone everyone kind of has that like, you know, thought in their head, like these, there's these people at a table that are making all the decisions in the world, like, and they're all like, oh yeah, these are like war leaders and like presidents and like the oil companies. And it's like, maybe oil, but you know, (laughs) the oil guy is sitting right next to the guy that controls the meat industry and the guy that controls the, the chicken industry and the guy that controls the dairy industry. It's like, those are the guys that are, are pulling the strings and it and it's just crazy to think that you know <laughs> that that's what happens.
2: You know, even to this day there are still laws that are put in place still now in 2020 that are called gag laws that actually are like legally the meat companies don't have to show you behind the scenes of how their meat is produced and how the animals are actually treated. And there's actually laws in place that like, if I were to go onto a large factory farm and to try to record inside the farm and release it, I could, that I could be charged with a felony for doing that. So like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of wild, but, um,
0: And I mean, we have talked, I mean, Cliff, we've talked about this on the podcast several times about how this is becoming the age of people wanting to know and people being verbal and people um, speaking out. And, you know, more and more people, you see these documentaries of people speaking out and finding out the truth. And, uh, you know, these, these big companies are trying to shut that down. But, you know, the more and more people that just refuse to abide by that um, even like, like you said, laws that refuse information to get out, like vital information to get out to the public, you know, it's just becoming more and more common. And I think that's in that aspect, I think it's great.
1: Yeah. yeah. like I mean, on another note, one thing that I always thought was interesting about when I was first researching, you know, how, like, what it's like to change your diet, what it what, could, what it could do for your body. Um, like one of the things that always gets said, and like we all just like agree with it without even like looking into, it is just like, oh well, such and such runs in my family. Like, oh, diabetes runs in my family. High mm-hmm. cholesterol runs in my family. I'm like, mm, like that always sounded crazy to me. And then like the more research you do, is like, well, it makes sense that it runs in your family because we're all eating the same things, or yeah. we're all doing yeah. the exact like that's. There's a reason why like you, like you don't inherit disease. Mm. And so it's just I don't know. I think we're we're more controlled than we think we are. I
2: mean, in your genetics, you can be more like genetically susceptible, like like, have a predisposition for it. But Mm. that does not necessarily mean that like your your health is destined, and that like your uh, grandparent died from heart disease, so you're destined to die from heart disease because it's genetic. Like, no, it's like. Um, it's funny. I was actually in preparation for this. I was watching a, uh, Ted talk by a, um, what's his name? A Dr. Um, Michael Clapper. I think he's a heart surgeon, I believe he's a vegan heart surgeon. And, um, he was talking about how like some of the most, um, preventable diseases that we have, like type two diabetes and hypertension and, um, uh, Crohn's disease and, um, I can't think of all the ones off the top of my head, but like he said that these were all like preventable diseases. And there are studies show that, you know, a lot of these diseases are linked to animal consumption. So it's like, it's funny. There's actually on the um, World Health Organization website, they have a article about uh, the 10 top, Um, causes of death for humans every year and the top one is heart disease and right below that is stroke and studies have actually shown that eating a high or a diet high in animal flesh can actually heavily contribute to those issues and fun fact processed meats were classified as a group one carcinogen which basically means it has been proven to cause cancer and it's in the same category as tobacco smoking and asbestos so like There's like, she said she came over here to drop the facts. She
1: came over here to drop the
2: facts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I I actually
1: didn't know that. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. That was, I think, uh, I might be wrong on this, but like, that was fairly recent that the, the world health organization classified meat as a group one carcinogen and then red meat as a group Two a carcinogen, which means that it could possibly cause cancer. So like, but, Processed meats, like, is a group one, so that means that they have studies that that prove there's evidence that they cause cancer. Like, not just, ooh, maybe, like, if you eat this, your chances of cancer grow up. Like, no, these cause cancer. So do not eat them. That's your bacon, that's your sausage, that's your deli meats, that it, like... Hot your, dogs. Hot dogs, <laughs> like, your burgers. Like, do not eat these. It's this literally, like, you know, we could talk about the difference of, like, you know the the harmful level of smoking versus eating processed meats you know obviously that's a little different but it is actually proven that they cause cancer so like if you're not going to be vegan at least please stop eating your processed meats because like <laughs> it's really really bad for you
1: that's crazy that's crazy yeah see crazy. my thing is like this stuff should be I, I, well, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm asking for a perfect world, where everything with growing up in school, you learn about other options and ways of life, and you know things that are outside of the norm that you know. Mm-hmm. That way, like we at least have like the information on hand. Like there's so many things now where it's like if you're gonna form an opinion or, or do something that's you know to the left, I guess, yeah. you have to like build and find all the information yourself, and then you're just like, yeah. wow, why didn't anybody tell me this before? Exactly. And the reason, I think the reason,
0: the main reason it's not in schools and like we're not taught this is because of these companies are making it so that we don't know.
2: Exactly. Like they're blinding us
0: from that information.
2: For instance, um, along with the like processed meats being a group carcinogen or a group one carcinogen and like the, just the overall health of like what eating meat does to your body I um saw something earlier that said, and I don't know exactly the validity of this statement, but it said that just for a male eating just two and a half servings of dairy a day, so that could be you know milk in your cereal, uh cream cheese on your bagel, and a dollop of sour cream on something else, just two and a half servings of dairy a day increases your risk of getting prostate cancer by thirty percent, which is insane. I know that's just a number, so it's like. I just, yeah, it's like hearing that number. You're like, oh, you know, maybe that's not that much. But like, I don't want my <laughs> risk of anything related to death to be increased by any percent. Thank you. It's so, yeah, so like, exactly. yeah, crazy. Yeah. Dang. So, I mean, it's and if you think about it, it's like it goes way deeper than, you know, that there's reasons why this information isn't plastered on billboards everywhere. And it's because these companies they profit off of this, they profit off of you being sick. And they, you know, and then, like, that's why I was saying, like, before we started, like, what do we want to focus on? Because like, the like, it kind of just like snowballs into one thing after another, because you could talk about how, you know, by eating meats, you know, they're the rate that they, you know, produce meats in our country, like, a lot of these animals get infections and diseases and stuff that they have to be treated with antibiotics. And then you're buying these meats that have been so heavily saturated with antibiotics, just for them to be safe for human, cons- safe quotation marks for human consumption, that by eating a heavy diet in, uh like chickens and, you know, steaks and that type of stuff, you can actually develop a um, immune response where you are um, res- your body resists antibiotics. So if you get a serious illness and you need a bi- an antibiotic to cure it, your body can actually resist the antibiotic. So it's like you know it goes into like the the meat industry bleeds over into like the pharmaceutical industry and how like they profit off of us being sick and like the antibiotics don't work so you just continually buy, medicine that isn't helping you because of these resistances that you've acquired from eating this poor meat that you're putting into your body. It's just like such a flawed system on so many different levels that well,
1: actually, actually the system is not flawed. The system itself is, is perfect. Oh, the the system to make is genius. The <laughs> system
2: is genius and clever, but it is not good for our health. It is not good for the planet. It's and not it's good, good for our mental- us. And it's literally across the board. It's just slowly killing us. So, no. not to dr- not to get real like real fast, but like <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, if, like if you want to get real, like it really is. It's like listen, they, Leah in- said
1: she was prepared today, man. She had time. To-
2: Yo, All you right. said we were talking about veganism <laughs> on the podcast. I came ready <laughs> 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 because if I'm being honest, I don't really talk about this stuff with like people in my everyday life because I realize that you know it is kind of a controversial topic, if you will. People don't really want to hear this stuff. People don't like change. People don't like changing their habits. You know, they don't like being told that they're wrong. So it's like...
0: People don't like being told that they're slowly killing themselves.
2: Yeah. Which is a
0: weird concept to me.
2: And people... It's because, you know, people have a very close connection with food it's like if you think about it food is a part of our culture it's part of how we you know form relationships with people it's like our a lot of how we interact as human beings is based around food so it's like you know people have such a close you know bond with what they put in their bodies and they should so it's like when you tell them that something that they're putting in their body is potentially hurting them and it's like people just don't want to hear that so it's like you know, so I don't. Uh, me and Corin typically are very like. I feel like we're very discreet vegans. Yeah. Like we're very like. We don't really talk about this stuff to people, like unless they ask. Like we don't, we're never the ones to bring it up first because, you know.
0: But I'm definitely not one of the vegans that's gonna. St- let someone tell me what I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. That's, no. that's where I, that's where I draw a line. I'd be like, sir, we're...
2: I will hit you with the facts. <laughs> like... Yeah,
0: let, let me get my notebook. Hold <laughs> hold on one second. Let <laughs> me
2: put down my carrot <laughs> yeah. so I can learn you some facts.
0: <laughs> but
1: yeah, I mean, no, um, I know. mean, it, it's, it's kind of cool now that I have people in my everyday life that are also doing this type of stuff. Cause I mean, I initially learned about this through uh, a couple of athletes that I Ooh. follow, and they were nice. just trying it out. And um, that's when I first had the idea to try it, and when I got scolded by your husband. Oh. Now that he's, on our, he's on the right side now. Um, <laughs> no, you're on the yeah. right
0: side now, babe. <laughs> no, no, no. A weird thing that just popped in my head too is when, when actually we had to go to the hospital, they took uh, Leah's blood, and for some reason, they took a couple of vials, and they didn't use some of the vials or... They oh, just yeah. left them. It was weird. And there was a part in one of the documentaries that I very highly su- suggest. Um,
2: the Game Changers.
0: The Game Changers. Uh, they go, yeah. they um It's they a documentary test-
2: focused on, because my husband's going to leave this part out. It's a documentary focused on um, plant-based and vegan athletes.
0: So, yeah. So they test a bunch of athletes and they give them like one, a vegan meal and the others just are like a, something they eat on the regular, like the stuff, they tra- their trainers tell them to eat. And, uh, they show them their blood after one meal. And then they show them after like, you know, two and three and, um, the, Dude. like just the fat the fat in their like plasma of their blood mm. was like ridiculous for the people that were eating like the the meat and the and the animal product, and then for the guy that was eating, he was so eating fat. He was eating avocado, which is very high in fat, mm. but it was a, you know a plant based uh, a a plant based fat, and then I th- it was like he was just eating beans or, or something like that. It was like a burrito. And like how the difference was and I actually I got her vial because I was like, Oh snap, I can we can actually do this too. And I looked in it and I don't know what her blood looked like before, so I didn't really I couldn't really compare, but I just remembering what it looked like in the documentary, it was like it was like so clear and like it looked healthy.
2: I mean, well, I mean, you know. Not to totally debunk what you just said, babe, but like in the documentary, you have to keep in mind they put the blood in a centrifuge, which actually spins it at such a high rate it separates the blood and the plasma, so you can see the the fat in the like actually like your fat content from your blood. But like you are right, like looking at the my blood, it looked like
0: yeah, and it I mean looked, it- yeah. It wasn't like they just took her blood and I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's clear." It literally had been sitting there for like 3 hours, so yeah, true, true. a centrifuge is supposed to do that. It's it's supposed to like separate and like that's just the natural like when something's sitting there, it's obviously going to naturally separate. So I mean, I mean, it technically was a little bit yeah, you're right that it probably wasn't at to the extent as like using one of those things, but it still was Pretty yeah, close. It was
2: wild to see my blood in a vial. Anyway, that's a whole <laughs> nother That's a whole another topic. <laughs> but,
1: uh, All right. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm glad that you know. Um, well, I guess in this social media thing, everybody's everybody's kind of open about their choices and preferences and what they were, what they're trying. And uh, as you can, see, in the last what three or four years, you can see a lot of athletes are coming out trying it. A lot of uh, celebrities are doing it too. Yeah. Um I mean Joaquin Phoenix is no surprise. Like, I mean, his mom's like one of the biggest like vegans on the like bro, all her kids are named like after River like yeah. River. Her, I think her nickname is like Heart, bro. Like, really? <laughs> Come on. Like, it's no surprise that they're vegan. Like, dude, like yeah. their whole family is mad. I don't even want to call them like hippies, but like they're just they're very, very one. are very one with the earth. Yeah, they're yeah. Very And I respect that. <laughs> so but no, I think it's cool that a lot of uh a lot of celebrities that you can look up to, kind of not look up to, but you can kind of look at as a reference point because a lot of them are open about them deciding to try to switch their diet and what it's done for them. I think the first person okay. I ever seen that actually like made me like take a step back and look at it was Jared Leto,
2: because
1: oh. like Jared Leto's been vegan forever and like bro, this guy just oh, right. does That's not age, played, bro. He uh, just Joker, doesn't right? age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, if you look at him and from when he was 22, I think I don't know how old he is now, but I think he's cl- he's closer to 50 than he is. 40.
2: Yeah, he's way older than he looks, bro. He's so young.
1: And it's like, dang. He's like, yeah, I have. I, I <laughs> he's
0: doing something I need to be doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just. I was like, wow, okay, but I'm. Um, yeah, it's just. Uh, it's an interesting experience, and I've, I recommend everybody at least try it to do it once. See what see what it looks. See how you feel. Yeah, do it for a week. Do it for a week and do it for, see a, how month. It,
2: do it for yeah. a month. Do
1: it for a
0: month. see how it makes you feel and. You know, if you want to go back, worst case go scenario, back, but...
2: go get some chicken. It's yep. like worst case scenario, you can just go back. So it's like you don't really have anything to lose.
0: So. I think people are. I think for the. I think honestly, people are afraid they're going to like it.
2: Yeah, because like I said, people are afraid of change. Yep. You know, so it, I think it's a subconscious like they they are afraid they might like it, so they just want to reject it. Because <laughs> I know <laughs> if right. they accept it, that they're going to have to change their lifestyle, and they don't want to do that
1: so one step at a time right
2: yeah
1: all right well leah uh thank you for bringing up the facts and coming out with the uh yeah i mean i don't want to call it propaganda because that's just negative but i love i just love that word it just flows so easily just i said that
2: earlier trying to be funny and now it just kind of stuck so
1: it's like this is the vegan the veganism propaganda we'll go with that yeah
2: our vegan propaganda Uh, show
1: the vegan propaganda show (laughs) um thank you for like i said pulling up the statistics and saying a lot of words that I did not know what they meant until just now um i think it's it's very good that we have a at least we can use this platform to at least you know talk about our journey with it how we yeah. feel how our bodies are changing uh I mean, like i said i'm not going to be the one that's going to scold you for eating bacon bro like I, I i ate bacon for most of my life i love bacon actually but mm. i understand there's there's other ways for me to consume food and and um you know and and to be better so we'll actually have ve- we'll have we'll have vegan we'll, yeah, we'll have, have vegan, vegan leah <laughs> back on again <laughs> at some point in time so we could do some more debates we're gonna have to you're gonna have to have a uh i don't know what are there some other diets where people just like strictly eat meat and carbs paleo. and all that yeah i don't even know what these diets are which called which i used
2: to eat paleo prior to being vegan fun fact so
1: <laughs>
2: i do know a little bit about that
1: i'll go find some paleo friends and we'll come on and we'll, we'll talk about Ooh. oof That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, just, I'm just gonna be the mediator. I'm not even gonna say anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely yeah. have to come prepared for that. But I was born to debate because I love telling people they're wrong because I'm vegan, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> all right, well, that's about it, man. Thank you guys for listening for another episode. Uh be sure to check us out on all social media platforms at responsibly underscore underscore irresponsible. In uh, a Twitter account at responsibly IRR. Uh, we'll be having some updates on there soon. I think we got a little special episode planned for you guys too, so be on the lookout
2: for that. But until next time, peace. Peace. Bye.